Coming up on this Don't Panic, we begin by talking about the best new holiday on your calendar, Cinco de Colby. Then we get into the week's tech news, including Google's new trivia app, bundling web subscriptions, and why Snapchat is slipping. Stick around, it's all coming up right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 202, recorded May 7th, 2018. Bundle and save. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast and gadgets, the internet, and none other than you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by two guys who live their life in the fast lane. It's Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. Hello, gentlemen. Yo. Never felt faster. Ha- happy happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. <laughs> happy Cinco de Colby. Happy... Yeah. Colby, besides besides doing keg stands, what are the other traditions of Cinco de Colby? <laughs> um, I don't know, like the the RD busts your party. Right, I feel like getting getting busted by an authority figure has got to be up there. The authority figure changes over time. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a specific role, but that it's the theme that's important. <laughs> the theme of uh, screw the man. Right. Right. Stick it to him. Because the other 364 days a year, Colby loves the man. He's right. all about the man. Colby kind of is the man. Colby, Colby uh, is the man. <laughs> right. So so one theme of Cinco de Colby is it's important to, like, experience other aspects of life, perhaps. Like, switch roles. Yep. Walk a mile in the other guy's shoes. Yeah. See what life is on the other side of the fence. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. What, what are the other tenets of Cinco de Colby? I don't know. We've got we've got the uh, the, the foremost expert right here with us. The, the titular man himself in studio. That's right. <laughs> titular is such a weird word. I love that word. Right. I don't I don't use it enough. <laughs> I usually have to look it up, but right now it's been it's been like a short enough amount of time since the last time that I looked it up that I remember what it means. Um. Yeah, so how so for people who don't know Colby, Cinco de Colby was your your birthday this past weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And right, how, how did right. that how did that work out for you? Well, it was good. I I went to a Cinco de Mayo party that transitioned into a a Cinco de Colby party. <laughs> <laughs> um that's, which was, that's a hell of a double header right there. Usually yeah. you got to space those out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It like started with margaritas and like like ended with like shots and uh, so it, are shots the drink of Cinco de Colby? No, let's not make that a thing. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. I think I don't know what the drink of. Actually, I do remember. I remember one time at a Cinco de Colby party, a uh, friend of the show, Joe Joe Spagnuolo, was trying to get me to do te- tequila shots, but like. He was he had had a, a few already mm. and he was so out of it that I just like I kept like turning around and like pouring out the shots he gave me in this sink. <laughs> and he didn't know he did like three shots that way. He's still alive to tell the tale. He, he was He's walking still... around the party with this bottle of tequila, just like swinging it in people's faces. He was so happy. It's Colby's birthday. <laughs> Yeah, and then, sounds yeah. like shots are an integral part of Cinco de Colby. Well, they're certainly part of the lore. I don't know if we, you know, it's like <laughs> oh. it's like certain holiday traditions that we don't do anymore. That the the modern uh-huh. version of Cinco de Colby doesn't have shots, <laughs> unless you're a, a hardcore, shot. oh. you know, authentic I see. reenactor. 
maybe like one shot for for tradition for sake, every year but... he's been alive <laughs> no. <laughs> yes oh boy yeah so i made it through the weekend which was good uh we're glad you did yeah me too i i did less yesterday than i was expecting to but it was good it was good i'm i'm a year older another that's another tenant less is more yeah less is more this is great. Yeah. We, we we need to franchise out this idea <laughs> and like like turn it into because you know how like Valentine's Day, we all know, created by the greeting card companies, you know, to sell greeting cards. Easter that, created by the true? chocolate. Is that bit. apocryphal or is that actually uh, you, a, a true Sean Jennings? We, 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 we got to Snopes that. Uh, no, let's just assume for the sake of conversation. It's true. OK. All right. I think we need to create Cinco de Colby so we can sell branded Cinco de Colby merchandise. There's a there's a branding opportunity here. <laughs> and that way people are forced to celebrate it. And then they buy our special. Like, what could we sell that you have to have for Cinco de Colby? <laughs> T-shirts for sure. Oh, oh yeah, no, totally. Hats and like. I feel, I feel like what we really need though is like a a plasticky garbage thing that that costs costs almost nothing to make. Yes, but everyone like Mardi Gras oh, beads or like St. Patrick's Day. How about a pinata in the shape of Colby's head. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Very that cheap, cool. hollow. You can fill it with uh, little bottles of liqueur. Maybe I don't know. Candy, <laughs> candy doesn't seem very. Like chips Holy, and guac, Holy, what's, maybe? Your, what's your favorite baked good? Uh, I like brownies. I like Boston cream pie. <laughs> That's okay, pretty good. Yeah. Nothing says Here, Cinco de Mayo like Boston cream pie. Nope. Here's here's the idea. Uh, you know, I always forget what 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 culture this is from and what holiday it's for. But the thing where you bite into some sort of baked good and you find a little Jesus. Oh, the figurine. king, the king cake. <laughs> King cake yeah, for uh, Mardi Gras. Uh, yeah. No, Fat Tuesday. Colby, <laughs> Colby Boston cream pie. Uh, and inside, you try to find the llama. You got to find the little plastic llama. <laughs> yes. We sell, we sell these llamas in bulk to all of the specialty baked goods stores across yep. the country to begin with. Almost then, certainly but, a choking hazard. <laughs> it's, it's but not, worth it. That's half the fun. It's not, it's not a holiday for children, okay? No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> At least not it's like yet. SantaCon. Yeah, you but don't, you don't see like little eight-year-olds outside celebrating SantaCon. They're not ready. You got to think bigger, Dan. You got to think bigger because what would the children love more than midnight? What is that pitter patter outside my door? Is that Colby visiting my home to drop off the <laughs> traditional Cinco de Colby gifts? You know, and, and you leave out for him maybe a, a, a seven-layer sure. bean dip or something <laughs> for him to munch on as he goes home to home delivering toys to the boys and girls. Does someone have, like, a copyright on Santa Claus or, or anything like that? I feel like I think we're, Coca-Cola we're... thinks they do, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, let's steal it. I love it. They, they've had a monopoly on that for too long. Now, I'm only down with this plan as long as we have some sort of vested retail investment of some kind oh my god dude it's like pop-up halloween stores but they're pop-up cinco de colby stores we go we go to like abandoned jc pennies and we open up these colby yes oh my god and it's a theme environment where you go and get all the things you need like your little plastic llamas 
and your shot glasses and all the things you need to be uh, the best Colby you can be on Cinco de Colby. All right. This is I'm, I'm writing this down. This is great. <laughs> and, and our the slogan for those stores, because a, a tenant of uh, Cinco de Colby is less is more. Yes. Those stores are going to flip it around. We're going to say more for less. More for less. <laughs> more for less. People are people are going to love it. People are going to love it. These are going to be hot. Oh what, boy. What do you think, Colby? I uh, hope this doesn't happen. Frankly. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you're not giving us permission to use your likeness. Because <laughs> that's kind of an important part of this whole scheme. No, 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 no. Uh, I think Colby's being smart. This is called plausible deniability oh. for the inevitable, like, you know, lawsuits. We're going to fight him out because we're sitting on a gold mine here. Totally. But it's important that Colby not be implicated mm-hmm. in anyway. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm sure this video recording won't do anything to prevent that. Absolutely not. If, we, if we've learned anything in the last two years, Sean, it's that video evidence doesn't mean shit. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were going to say that no one watches this show. But either way, it still works. Oh boy. Still counts. Well, that's a thing. Good. <laughs> Good. Well, glad we got that. Happy Cinco de Colby to us all. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone. Um how are how are your weekends? It was, I had a great weekend. I uh saw this amazing Smash Brothers tournament. I couldn't believe how it ended <laughs> and I went to another rock climbing gym and with bigger rock walls. It was very exciting. Dan, what'd you do this weekend? Wow. Compared to that, my my weekend doesn't uh, compare at all. <laughs> that same thing Sean did. It's, I'm not. I'm hardly interesting. Okay. Spoiler alert. That was what Dan did this weekend. He told me before the show. But now I'm kind of curious if Dan wants to guess what I did this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that I... makes so much sense. I was like, wow, Sean. <laughs> I was like, I, I, it seemed, I was like, maybe Sean, like, Dan was like, Sean, you should watch this Smash Bros. tournament, and then Sean, like, independently went rock climbing. Yeah, I was about to say, the Smash Bros. (laughs) thing is way more plausible than the rock climbing thing. (laughs) Well, that's what I was like, you did, you exercise? (laughs) Yep, don't believe it. (laughs) Do not believe it. Um, what did Sean do this weekend? Can we play like like a five questions thing? Where were there multiple activities involved, or would you would you say that you could you did a one thing? As oh well? no, I did a I did a bunch of smaller. I didn't do any like one big activity, but I did a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. And you correct. can guess any of it. Um, uh, I'm gonna guess that there is some there is some meal cooking involved. It no. seemed like no no. I'm gonna guess that you put your air conditioners in. My place has central air. <laughs> shit man uh i'm did you read a book i did read a book that is oh, one of my activities yes. very good of course i also just said like five sentences listen, ago that i'm reading more so that was that's it. called reading comprehension sean except <laughs> listening listen yeah except listening yeah 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 exactly no dan the answer we were looking for is sean got new brakes put on his car and bought fabric softener <laughs> so you were close. Very you were exciting. pretty close. What You're kind of fabric softener did you get? 
I get the downy free and gentle, which is the one with no dyes and no uh, scent. And I do the same with my Tide detergent. I don't like my clothes to smell too much like fragrance after I wash mm -hmm. them. And I find the free and clear and all those types, they do a very good job cleaning without all the extra stuff. Ooh. Pro tip. I've never used fabric softener my whole life. It's great, but what I have found in using all sorts of different washing machines is if your washing machine doesn't have like a special compartment or is specially designed to work with it, I don't think it works as well. Because I don't, mm -hmm. I think if you just pour it in the main load, you know, like just you just dump it in with all the other detergent, I don't think it works as well. I think you got injected at a certain point in the cycle. Colby, you've never gone mini golfing and never used laundry detergent. Your life is too hard. No, 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 no. Roll, roll it back. <laughs> I use laundry detergent. I've never used. Oh, sorry, fab fabric, fabric softener. softener. That's, what, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> I, my clothes smell so bad all the time, and I don't know why. Uh, that's correct. I've never been mini golfing or or used fabric softener. You don't know what you're missing in either case. <laughs> my, maybe my clothes are so... I don't know. They seem okay. but Do they feel abrasive at all? <laughs> do they feel like they could do some softening? Yeah, but to be fair, I, a significant portion of Colby's closet, I have to assume, is already relatively soft t-shirts. So... <laughs> You know, the, these these dress shirts I got to wear every day, you know, they, they, they can get pretty rough. You know, you can get some chafing going on. You get the fabric softener. It's luxurious. You know, it's, it's a nice skin feel. <laughs> I see. Well, if I ever get a real job, I might have to invest. We got to get dressed up. I feel like such a pimp rolling in in my jeans. Mm -hmm. This place is so casual. I get to wear jeans to work. Every day. That's what pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm a modern man. workplace. Anyways. Yes. Uh, sorry, Dan. I, I had you. Anything you'd like to say about your weekend? I hijacked it unfairly. No, no, for, that for was comedy. about it. Watch, watch Westworld. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have a Westworld after show this week. No, Colby says. Colby hasn't seen it. Maybe Dan and I will. All I'll say, I, I won't spoil anything about the episode. I will just say this had, if I, this is like my picturesque Westworld episode. Like if, like it had, it was crafted for me just in terms of no bullshit and just fucking moving the story along. Interesting. I thought the story didn't move along at all. I know. In I think in the span of time, <laughs> it didn't move along, but it just like. It wasn't a lot of jumping. It wasn't a lot of, like, crazy shit. It was just, like, stuff happened one after the other. Oh, okay. And then the stuff they sprinkled on top, especially the opening of the episode. The opening. Whew, fucking, that was great. But we won't talk yeah. anymore. We won't talk anymore about it for the sake of COVID. But it was a really, it was a really, I, I'm very happy about where the season is going. Yes. I'm feeling positive, so. Anyway, um, let's see. Yeah, okay. Uh, banter time, over. Uh, over. Done. Over. Yeah, we don't have a business. We don't have a ton of tech news this week. Uh, it was a light week, all things considered, um, which is odd because we had. Well, it's because everyone was busy celebrating Cinco de Cold. That You know, I think that's what it was. The tech sector just kind of took the took the week off. You know, extended holiday. Right. A lot of long weekends. Uh, 
a lot of half days. Yeah, so not much happened, but there was a few things, guys. Is there anything in here that we want to jump in and talk about first? Tick, 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 tick. We got Snapchat, Uber, Google, Facebook. I guess we had a good conversation Microsoft. about trivia. Yeah, we can talk about this one HQ, a little bit. Rather. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Uh, Google is secretly building a social gaming startup. Uh, secretly? Se- well, it was secret. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh, it's not anymore. Um, yeah. It is called Arcade, um, is the name of the, the, the sub-company within Google. Um, and its first app is slated to debut this summer. It will have elements of a trivia game. Um, Arcade's games have no tie-in with existing social networks. Users create accounts with their phone number. Uh, Google is considering it a social media investment because once a game gets to a certain size, it's something of a social network itself, an internal person said. Um, Eventually, the plan is to have this company make a bunch of social games. The first one is this uh, elements of a trivia game is what we know so far. Mobile gaming with friends is the sort of idea. So, so early like words with friends, but for any game. Yeah, social gaming. Not a super new concept, but Google no. thinks they can do something unique with it. I compared it in our spreadsheet to HQ Trivia, which sort of blew up over the last few months and um. as spectacularly imploded. <laughs> and then the dust settled. Yep, <laughs> yep. And a bunch of investors are saying, where'd my money go? <laughs> Wait, hang on. You're telling me that you only put ads on one out of every ten trivia nights? I gave you a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Your app barely thought... worked. Oh, we were gonna monetize later. Um, we were building up scale, uh, uh, you right. know, user base. Monthly active users. I think uh, you said it was really important. We're being very mean. Yeah, but they kind of earned it a little bit too. <laughs> we're not making fun of trivia; we're making fun of the whole, the whole thing. Well, it's like <laughs> I mean, is Zynga still a thing? I think so. Because they were really big, and then they've been struggling forever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, I don't... didn't the Angry Birds guys lose a bunch of money too? They did. All the all those games. Remember, remember, draw something. Yeah. Didn't one of I might have been Zinka. One of these guys bought him for like three hundred million dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I, that's one of I, my all time favorites because it's it's insane. I feel like they're the real winners. I hope they but that's like, what I'm just saying. cashed out and walked Cash away. Cash out, sell, sell, <laughs> sell. If you have a flash in the pan, get the hell out of there. Because very rarely do you do you keep making money. Hmm. Uh. Colby, you were going to say something? I was just going to... I don't know. I was trying to think of a... I guess HQ is the most recent recent social game phenomenon I can... Well, you've got all your, like, uh, Clash of Clans and those yeah. types of things, which could be argued as social gaming. Sure. Sure. So, I, yeah, I'm curious to see what Google comes up with here. They have, I mean, Google is partially responsible for Pokemon Go and that other game that is Pokemon Go, but without Pokemon in it. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I agree. So, I, I, I just think it's hard to keep people interested in the long, yeah. like what game are people still playing a year later on mobile devices? There really aren't many. Threes. 
Yeah, well, that's... And <laughs> it's, it's just it's, me. No, but you're right. I think it's really simple puzzle games are the kind of... You know, I, I've had Sudoku on my phone since I first owned an iPhone a zillion years ago. So, you know, I think simple puzzle games, sure, but any, any type of... I mean, you can go to Trivia Crack and Words with Friends and... Trivia Crack? I've never even heard of that. Oh, that was really big for a little while. I know people who still play that one, actually, but it's just a sort of a multiple choice trivia you play against friends, but not in I real see. time. It's sort of turn-based. Mm, interesting. Uh, and it was fun. They really went crazy putting ads in there, though. It was hard to play, but anyhow. That's what you gotta do. Well, you gotta, gotta mock. And they're still around, and they've been doing this for a number of years, so. I think the the real model is the Zynga model, where you make a bunch of these games. Yeah. Flood the market. Yeah, yeah. Your business is making social games. I think that's that's was real was Rovio's real problem with Angry Birds was they just went all right. in on Angry Birds and more power to them. They had a TV show and a movie and eighteen oh my games. God, the movie. And... Did you ever see the movie? Anyone no. ever see the movie? Was it in the movie draft? I saw the movie. I it think was it was in movie. the movie draft. I think Matt you was. saw the movie. I saw the movie. I was curious. <laughs> I figured it was research for the show in case this ever uh-huh. came up. And lo and oh, behold, it's paying off now. And it was Sean, what, well. How was it? So give us your uh, your official "Don't Panic" review. It was <sighs> the problem with kids' movies today is they're all steaming piles of garbage. Most of okay. them, anyway. All right. Okay, this sort of lowest common denominator minion style, just hot garbage. When you view it in that context, it wasn't that bad. Okay. Oh, wow. You know, it, it fell between, it was like better than Minions, worse than anything Pixar's ever done. You know, very uh-huh. standard fare. It was a fine way to pass the time. But also, I if I gave it to a kid to watch, I wouldn't be like, God, that might be too stupid for them to watch. I wouldn't say that. Like, it, it, it was a fine movie. Hmm. Well, so, that's, uh, I give it two thumbs sideways. <laughs> Two thumbs sideways, wow. And they're making a sequel, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the first one made a made a bunch of money. I don't know. It I have did? $107 million in the U- uh, in North America and, and another 244 worldwide. Worldwide. It's more than I made in a, one entire movie draft one year. Worldwide, it's the second highest grossing video game film of all time behind... Behind Tomb Raider. No. Try again. Oh. More recent behind more recent yeah isn't there another tomb raider movie that just is now coming out it came out a couple like two or three months ago it was in our it was okay. in the winter movie league that's and right it did not do well warcraft oh I was really gonna sorry i was gonna guess mario, mario. <laughs> super mario <laughs> that, brothers that back in the day 80s mario i don't know bob bob I haskins thought, john Leguizamo. franchise no film individual film of all oh, time. Oh, I see. Sorry. That's, I'm sorry. My, my bad. I thought we, started, I thought we were talking about the game. <laughs> no, actually, I don't know if it says how much. I would love What's to know it? how much money they've made off the game over the years. Are they a public company? Because then you pretty much know. Well, well, in 2017, their revenue was 190 million euros because they're based in Finland. It's crazy. Yeah. So they're, I guess, still making money. Keep keep that low overhead and oh my god they have the ugliest office headquarters oh my god I'm gonna put up a go to their Wikipedia page for Rovio Entertainment I'll put it up on the screen Rovio here Rovio Entertainment it's also, like those it's those typical like European 
Yeah, you have a lot of experience it's here. Ugly. I drove by so many of these buildings. And they and they look cool for five minutes, and then you see more of them, and you're like, oh, they're just so oof. But they're they're uh, co-located with Hertz. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that is does not scream excess. But hey, they're the ones still in business, so I guess who are we to make fun of them? I think this I think this looks just fine, Sean. Oh, you can buy their stock at the Helsinki Nasdaq. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Anyhow, there you go. So keep an eye out for arcade. First app coming later this year. Who knows? Maybe we'll review it on the show. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, all right. What else do we have? So is uh, is bundling the future of web subscriptions? But first question, what the hell is a web subscription? Uh, that's my catch-all term for any any website you give money to regularly every month. Aha. Aha. What do you, What would you call that? Uh, I, I would just call that subscriptions because I'm not subscribed to anything that isn't a website. <laughs> uh, am I subscribed to anything that's not a website? I used to get magazines. I don't get magazines anymore. But that's recent. I only just stopped getting magazine like a few months ago. I think I still have a magazine. Uh, what, what magazine, Colby? Oh, your crazy uh, cocktail magazine? Yeah. That's cool. Actually, I know I still have it only because I got a renewal notice in the mail today. Mm. So maybe I don't have it anymore. I guess that's true, Dan. Well, uh, subscriptions, they're, they're starting to put them together. They're bundling them. I, we might have talked on the show before about Spotify and Hulu have teamed up previously on a discounted bundle for both of their services, $12.99 a month, and you get both. You get uh, Spotify's family plan and Hulu's limited commercials plan, where there are some commercials, but you still get access for $12.99 a month. And now they're talking about adding more Scribd, uh, which is a used to be a document management company. I guess they're now in audiobooks. Um, apparently they're considering offering a subscription combining Spotify, Hulu, and Scribd, where, uh, you would get Spotify premium for family at $14.99 a month. They would include access to Hulu's limited commercials. And then for another $2.99, which would bring your total up to about, uh, $18, you would get one free book credit per month from Scribd library of audiobook. Um, Scribd itself is usually eight ninety nine a month for unlimited books. Uh, those audio books would be ad free and could be listened to offline. Now, interestingly enough, there was what was there was another bundle. Oh no, I I had this in my so, memory. Yeah, go ahead. Who's who's this offered by? Whose website do I go to to get to get in on this bundle? Or is this Spotify is testing it? Okay, so you would get it through them. That's that. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a good. You want to have your brand. Ideally, I mean, I guess if this makes you money, who cares about your brand? But well, I mean, you still have to go to Hulu.com to watch Hulu products and Scribd.com to get your audiobooks. So that's okay. Yeah, it's 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 just who your money's going to. The other thing I was going to mention, I just remembered, was that we have not talked. Have we talked about Philo on this show? Philo? Philo. I don't think so. It is a uh, PlayStation View, Sling TV, YouTube TV competitor. 
Uh-huh. Um and they're not they're somewhat new, but they're now piloting a bundle with Pandora where for $16 a month you get 37 Philo channels and Pandora Premium or $20 a month with 46 channels and Pandora Premium, um which essentially if you look at Philo's regular prices you're essentially getting Pandora for free. Um based on that. Now that's a temporary, it's only for 3 months. Um, it's a temporary, but it is another opportunity for these companies to to bundle together. Sorry, I just wanted to mention and include that. So, Philo user, uh, what was that? Do you do? Have you tried this thing, Sean? I didn't even know it existed until I read this article. So, um, I don't even know who's behind it. Um, so. Are you interested in this, Sean? Because I, I like I would never use this just because like I wouldn't even think to look for the bundle. I mean, I, I I'm interested in the idea in just like from a marketing standpoint and a business standpoint as a consumer. If these were services I was already using, I think it'd be appealing. I'm more interested in just the idea that companies working to companies acknowledging that all of these individual subscriptions are may end up not being a great model in the end because cord cutting once it starts costing as much or more than cable it's not appealing and i mm-hmm. think these companies might realize that hey by bundling together we get more customers even if it is at a slightly reduced price or we're losing margin on it we'd rather have the volume of users what was it uh, it was earnings week this week. Netflix has over, I think it was, was it like 118 or 120 million paid subscribers in the U.S. or North America? Hulu had about 20 million. So a huge gap. Um, and I think if bundling is a way for them to get their name out there and 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 cross pollinate with other customers, I think it's a I think it's a really great idea. Will mm-hmm. consumers warm to it? I don't know. Um, I guess it depends on how easy they make setting it up and buying it and, and what the value is and, you know, the, how the fine print works. If they make it easy, I don't know. Right. It's really interesting. I guess people do that a lot for cable stuff. But that's all from one company. Right. I, right. Don't, I don't hear of this often with distinct services. Yeah, I think, well, I, it's funny. I was going to say DirecTV and AT&T Wireless have a deal, but then I forgot they're both owned by AT&T, so I guess that doesn't really, <laughs> that doesn't really count. But, uh, but you're right. It, it doesn't often happen, happen between companies like this. It is interesting. New, uh, I don't know. Things are changing. Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Would you, would you, because you guys are, I'm not a Spotify user, so I don't really count. Um, I don't have to pay for Spotify, so. A real perk. I guess if, if it was, if it was like, I'm interested in Hulu, right? Because that's something I I would use. Mm -hmm. Uh, I use a music streaming service and I use multiple TV streaming services. So if I could get a discount on some of those and it wasn't too inconvenient, it wasn't time box and it wasn't this weird other site I have to go to now to manage these subscriptions, then I would totally do it. It's free money. And I might even pay. I'm not paying for Hulu right now. I wish I could watch 30 rock. I can't. Uh, So I, I, I might do a Hulu bundle 
even though I'm not paying for Hulu right now. So I'm, I'm open to it, but it can't be terrible. It can't suck. Yeah. I think, like, I don't know, like, I would do it for, I would consider doing it for some, like, services that I use, right? Like, I have Hulu and also HBO now or whatever, like, if I could do both of those somehow. Yep. For less dollars, I would probably do it. But, I mean, what I end up doing now is, like, canceling them when there's no shows I want to watch on them. But do you think you think if they started layering services, there might be an appeal where they say, okay, you're already a, a Spotify subscriber, and for $3 more a month, we'll give you some Audible books, and for another $5, we'll throw in Hulu, and then for another, you know? I mean, if, if they start offering these sort of layering one on top of another for a discounted price. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think it depends if it's things I use or not, but sure. maybe like, I don't know, maybe the, the power of the discount is, is more, is worth more than that. I mean, that's how cable is, right? Like you, there's the one thing that you want and you have to get everything else, you know, or the three things that you want and you get everything else. Uh, regardless it's yeah. interesting I, I i think one of the things that's interesting about this specifically is that uh these are different services i mean it's you're not bond it's not like hulu and netflix and hbo because those are pretty similar but you're mixing music with video with audiobooks um and when I think of like my cable subscription, I can add as many channels as I want, but there's not a lot of opportunity for cross-pollination. I think that's where things become interesting, where you're True. getting these sort of different types of companies. Oh, yeah, like different media, sort of. It reminds me of almost like a like a AAA discount or something like that, where you have this one <laughs> thing and, it's, and you can save on all of these other not necessarily associated things. And that becomes really appealing at some point i think for people um and that's i think one of the great things about amazon prime is amazon prime isn't just shipping it's all this other weird shit you get and you're like why do i get the washington post discounted and then but i also get videos and then there's like a, a photos library thing and it's confusing mm -hmm. but also you get your value out of it because it's like okay it's 120 dollars a year but i'm using it a lot stuff. and so i think it's true that you know if spotify or hulu want more money out of you every month when they start layering these services on top of each other. I think, I think that's a good way to drive customer loyalty, make it harder to cancel um, and try and up that per dollar value. Hmm. So it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, but we'll see. I'm curious if it really uh, affects the signup rates for these companies and also what the follow through is, you know, like in this Spotify Hulu scribd deal, Spotify and Hulu are bundled, but you're paying additional for Scribd. I wonder how many people try it for a month or two and don't continue it, you know? Mm. Um, but it is interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. We'll see. We sure will. Uh, guys, what else? What else is good here? We can talk about snapchat or some of the stuff facebook announced not doing well it sounds like no snapchat not doing great they're struggling have you guys used the new redesigned snapchat i use it for the first time over the weekend oh boy any any early thoughts 
No, uh, it's fine. But none of my friends are on Snapchat anymore. Just when I got on Snapchat, yeah. everyone's gone. Dan, Too late. get, get, get on so Instagram stories now before Shit. it becomes lame. <laughs> it's going to take me a while. Sean, you never post stories on Instagram, do you? But I also don't usually. I recently haven't posted on Snapchat either. Oh, okay. so I'm kind of I'm kind of neutral on both. I don't. Okay. I'm not a big fan of the stories concept because that requires you to do more interesting things in the moment, which is mm. not me. <laughs> it's, it's not like your posting forte. one regular photo a month. Like, okay, Sean's interesting, but like every actively all the time, not not as much. Yeah, it's just so much work. Yeah, being interesting is really exhausting. Yeah, tell me about it. I don't have it. time for it. It's <laughs> awful. It's awful. Um, no, I was just... Ba- I, the, the redesign just absolutely baffled me. It didn't make any sense because the one thing I thought was smart about the old design was that Stories was in the same feed as Discover, which is all like the ad-sponsored shit. And then mm. as soon as they moved it over to the friend side of the app, Stories... I never looked at any of the sponsor stuff, ever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why would you... You should be cramming my friends more into the sponsored stuff and not give me a choice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, that was like, I'd never looked at a Snapchat story, I don't think, before they moved them over to that tab. So maybe it worked from that perspective, but I certainly haven't seen any of the sponsored things. No. No, not at all. Well, uh, yeah, you're right. Quarter one earnings came out for Snapchat. Did not go great. Uh, 191 million daily active users, which sounds like a lot, but that is a growth rate of 2.13%. It's slowest ever compared to more than double 5% in Q4. Um, it, uh, it pulled in $230 million in revenue compared to Wall Street estimates of 244, so it fell short. Um and again, you compare that 191 active million uh, users. Uh, Instagram, over 300 million daily users on Instagram stories and 450 million on WhatsApp status. Um, not, not going great. Its losses grew to 385 million last quarter, um, a spot that was up from the previous quarter, uh, which isn't good. They're losing even more money. Oh, boy. They also saw a decline in per user average uh, revenue, slipping to 210 from 275. Um, overall, not great. Sad times. Yeah. It seems like, is, is Facebook the only, I guess Twitter hasn't died either, but is Facebook the only social company that hasn't been acquired? Facebook and Twitter are the only social companies that haven't been acquired or gone out of business. Like, since tw- 2012? Yeah. Uh, I was like, thinking, what's, like... What's another, like, breakout social app that's still kicking? Is, well, is Reddit its own thing? Is that, is that social media? I don't know. I might get I might give it to only because I don't think we have a lot else to pick from. But yeah, I would give it I mean there certainly is a social aspect to it. But Reddit is also owned by Condé Nast. Is it really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Not. No, I was thinking LinkedIn, but of course Microsoft bought them. Um Yeah. Lest we forget. Oh yeah. Damn. Uh yeah, I think you're right, Dan. I don't think there really are too many other independent guys. Of course, WhatsApp, Instagram owned by Facebook. 
Mm-hmm. Um. Mm, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. So it seems like a losing business is all. Well, but I guess then that's the question, right? How much of this is self-inflicted? Do you think Snapchat would have would have suffered just naturally due to the the sort of ebb and flow of the social market, or do you think that their own bad decisions have led them further down that path? Like what? Like what bad decisions? Um. Well, the redesign apparently didn't go over well. I mean, they've been dropping users, and their their revenues aren't climbing. Um. They- They've only been dropping... We all thought the redesign was a good idea when we talked about it on the podcast. Well, but uh, they needed one. The one they right. chose, I don't know if we agreed that was a great plan. Sure. Um, my... I wonder if the, this is a coincidence, and it's that Instagram stories are taking off. Because I feel like they were already... They were already taking off like a year ago. It feels like. They caught up very quickly, I think. Right. Mm. So is it is it that the Snapchat redesign was terrible, or is it that uh, people already have Instagram, Instagram stories have iterated to the point of being good enough, uh, and that's that's that? I mean, I would probably say Instagram stories was dumping gasoline on a fire that was already burning. You know, I think I think the I think the reason. Again, you want to go where your friends are, where your users are. We've said this time and time again mm-hmm. about social apps. I think the only reason Twitter has remained independent um, and relatively successful, relatively in quotes, maybe not financially, but certainly in, in users and those sorts of things, uh, is because of the unique audience that's there being used by people like the president and others. You know, I think you can't really, that's hard to replace elsewhere. But I think with Snapchat and Instagram, there was always a huge amount of overlap between those services. And so eventually it was going to, you know, ebb and flow between them. And I think just the tide has swung towards towards Instagram at this point because it's got the traditional photo feed and the stories element, you know? Mm. So the people who are already using it are now using it more. And the people who were using Snapchat are now using Instagram. Yeah. you know, And I think the difference with, between Reddit and a social media thing is that you don't really care if your friends are on Reddit. It doesn't doesn't affect your experience at all. Well, it's the same with Twitter, I would argue. I, f- I follow almost no friends on Twitter. Yeah. It does feel like, though, that if... Uh, I don't know what a good example is. If, if someone I really cared about following wasn't on Twitter, I would not use Twitter just for that person, not necessarily because there's a critical mass, right? Sure. I'm trying to think of a good example. If John Roderick wasn't on Twitter and was on Mastodon, I would I would be going to Mastodon to see what the hell he has to say. Sure. Uh, but with Reddit, it, it doesn't. If so, one person isn't on Reddit, it doesn't really matter. True. Reddit is about the masses, and Twitter is about the celebrities. So I think Twitter's problem is kind of different, but the same almost. It's not your friends; it's the celebrities. For at least for regular. For normies like us. <laughs> for the non-celebs. Yeah. Right. At least, you know, for now. We'll see yeah. what happens. I mean, I just think Snapchat was always adding more stuff, but it never added any value to using the app. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like, 
I think Twitter can get away with not being super innovative because what they have is working. And I think the same with Instagram. They can just steal other people's that they don't have to necessarily. I just think Instagram never never did anything to really advance what the app was or did. And everything they did add was confusing or short-sighted. Mm-hmm. Um, they, had, they had a good opportunity. I don't think Snapchat's dead by any stretch. Um, but I certainly think they're going to struggle till they figure out what they want to be. Yeah, that makes sense. But we will see. I don't really, I don't really use it too much anymore, to be honest with you. I spend a lot Me more time either. on Instagram. That's the other thing too, by the way. I, and I just thought of this, but uh, as not to brag, as someone who manages a brand, brands. Uh, yeah, I'm I am a brand manager. How much brand does guru. your brand engage? with people so that they can be engaging with brands. Oh, we are just we're we're we're, we're generating impressions, we're 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 increasing reach, we're we're, sure. we're engaging with the with the people, spreading the people. our brand message. <laughs> oh my god. You're the you're the people's champ. I boy am boy am I. Boy am I. Certainly the roofers champ. Uh but no, uh, what I would say Snapchat also was never a great platform for brands. Because there's mm-hmm. no real good search function in, in Snapchat. So it's very difficult to discover new content that isn't forced on you because someone paid for the right to do so. Oh, yeah. But there were lots of brand Snapchats, right? How did they do it? They What they did, they tweeted that stupid Snapchat QR code thing a lot. That oh, was how they expected God. people to find you. Yeah, no, seriously. I was baffled they never did that. Hashtag, there's a reason why every social network has hashtags. Even Facebook has. Everyone has hashtags. And there's a reason why, because you can search them. And it and it always baffled me that that Snapchat never found a good way to do profiles and to do all the other shit of social net. There's a reason why all the social networks have them because you need them. Because <laughs> without them, you can't ever find. It's like you're always going to be limited to just your friends because you already have their phone numbers or their emails or whatever to locate them by. And even and even in Snapchat, it was sometimes hard to find your friends. So I never understood why they didn't do that. It made it very difficult as a brand. I don't I don't remember them doing the QR code thing, but that's that's interesting. Oh, with the stupid ghost? Yeah. The yellow ghost with yeah. the dots. It's still in there. You can I still go on your that. profile and pull it out. Um I'm not sure I know how to do that, Sean. Let's be. Let's oh, okay. <laughs> it's hey look, Snapchat's confusing you, so it wouldn't surprise me. I still forget <laughs> that you can do that pinch to swipe thing and get the get the creepy map where you oh, can stalk map. people. The creepy map. The creepy map. Oh no. Um but anyway, okay, let's see. Checking the clock. Um, we can do another story. We can move on to picks. Picks. Oh, we boy. still doing picks? We're, Dan, we, I, we are still doing picks, but they are optional. Okay. You do not have All to right. do picks. Do picks if you want. I wasn't ready for this. I, I left your spot right here in the, in the spreadsheet. I see it. I see it. It's full up. It's got your name written all over it. Well, while you're thinking about that, mm-hmm. I guess I'll go first because mine's yeah, in the sheet. Do. Uh, I'm going to, well, do I want to cheat and do two? Do it. Really pad the time. All right. Do I will quickly recommend everyone is super psyched about Westworld on HBO as they should be. But there's another great show airing on HBO at the moment that I think you should be watching. No, it's not Silicon Valley, although that is great as well. No, Barry, Bill Hader. Absolutely fantastic. I heard good things. It is so I look so forward to seeing it. And it's only eight half hour long episodes. So, so achievable. It's crazy achievable. 
And the show is, <laughs> it's really interesting and it's really, it's not funny, but it is fun. And the, it's got incredible actors. It's really great. Um, and it's already been renewed for season two. So there'll certainly be more coming soon. So check out Barry if you have HBO. That being said, if you have Netflix, you should check out uh, Arrested Development. So uh, <laughs> we all know and love the the show. The money's in the banana stand and all that jazz. Um, Absolutely. But the uh, Arrested Development came back for fourth season. You may remember a while back. But they did that weird thing where each episode followed a single character over the whole story. And it was it was interesting and weird, and some people liked it, and some people didn't. And in honor of the fifth season that's actually coming out later this month, they remixed the entire fourth season into 22 half-hour-long episodes that are more like the old show, where it act where it actually follows the story each week with all the characters doing stuff in every episode. And just as someone myself who enjoys television and how television is made. How they recut the entire show <laughs> is so go watch the first way they did it, and then it's just fun just from that perspective to see how they manage and their new jokes in there. And you can tell, like, I think they reshot or like did did voiceover to kind of change some stuff around. It's really interesting, and I think it's better the second way, the remixed version. But watch both, and it's really interesting, and they get excited because at the end of May, they're doing the fifth season. So Arrested Development, the remixed version is called Fateful Consequences. It is really great. So if you like Arrested Development, and even if you haven't watched a fourth season, you can definitely enjoy this. They're half hours. They're very easy to watch, and it's fun. So check it out. It's on Netflix now. More stuff to watch. Uh, who wants to go next? I can go next. Okay. I have what skin you, my teeth. Just right, right under the wire. What do you got? Uh, so two weeks ago, I picked up this game because I heard a lot of people talking about it. They said it was like XCOM, which is one of my favorite games. I know one of Colby's favorite games called Battletech. And it's like XCOM, but instead of soldiers, you have giant robots and you can customize the crap out of them. You can change the paint. You can change what arms they have. You can, you can like train pilots with different skills you can mix mix and match pilots of different uh, giant robots. You can mix and match giant robots on different missions. Uh, it's kind of... So I didn't recommend it last week because it has a kind of a steep learning curve. Here's what, here's what I learned. The tutorial, you're probably going to... You're probably going to fail the tutorial. It took me two times to get through the tutorial, and it took me like three times to get through the next mission. So there's not really much in the way of, like, it doesn't really hold your hand. But once you get past that, you have all the XCOM stuff of, like, trying to be very careful about where you put your giant lumbering mech that's, like, stomping on buildings uh, as it's fighting these other things. And, like, the story is pretty good. Like, it's better than a lot of video games. It's not amazing. Uh, so it's got that going for it, too. Uh it's just fun to see mechs go around beating their crap out of each other that you're controlling. So it's on Mac and Windows. Uh, check out Battletech on Steam, 40 bucks. Uh, so it's not even a full $60 job. It's a pretty good deal. But Sweet. prepare for some frustration early on. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Appreciate the transparency. No, it looks cool. Check it out. We'll have the link on the website. Uh, along with all the other picks, Colby, you got anything for us? Or are you skipping I this don't. week? I'm 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 gonna skip again. 
Okay. <laughs> well, how about this? How about in honor of it being Cinco de Colby? Um, what's the? Uh... I'm trying. I, I want. I want. A, I want a Colby pick, but I want something. I want something Colby. What's your, Colby? When you go to Dunkin' Donuts, you live in Boston, uh-huh. okay? Yeah. That's where Dunkin' Donuts is essentially headquartered. Okay. You you, you can't. You <laughs> well, can't. I mean, the, the actual headquarters is in Rhode Island. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know if the actual headquarters. I don't know. No, no, no. But But the original, the first Dunkin' Donuts was in Quincy, Mass. So I didn't know that. That's Um, pretty close by. So uh, you can't walk five feet without bumping Dunkin' Donuts. Colby, when you go to Dunkin' Donuts, what is your Dunkin' Donuts order? Mm. What's the Colby beverage? Yeah, so for years. snack, and then what's the Colby meal? Yeah. (laughs) He gets the filet mignon, Dan. (laughs) For for a long time, uh, I would get a small iced coffee, black with one sugar. But now I get cold brew because it's yeah. way better. Um, sometimes I do cream. I usually do one cream and one sugar. So uh, a Dunkin' Donuts power power user move is like you can tell them how many units of cream and units of sugar <laughs> you great. want. And in so in a small like here's a pro tip that somebody who used to work at Dunkin Donuts told me one time in a small coffee, the default. So if you just get a regular small coffee, be it uh, iced or hot, the default is two units of cream and two units of sugar. I have no idea how much of each of those it is. It's just the two. It's the standard Dunkin Donuts unit of sugar. Uh, And. I think two of both of those things is too many. So I get one of each in my small, two of each in the medium. In the medium, you normally get three, but you can reduce it by one. And I think it uh, it tastes much better. And yeah, that's what I get. Small cold brew, one cream, one sugar. What I love about Dunkin' Donuts, I don't know if you've ever seen it behind the counter, but like they have a, a cream machine that they put the cup under that automatically, and it literally has buttons labeled one, two, three, four, five, and six. And so <laughs> I, they, I don't even think they know how much cream a three is, but they push the three button, and boom, you get three. No one thing I recommend if you really want to screw with them, order two different numbers. So get like three cream, two sugar. They do not know how to handle that because they're so <laughs> used to being even. I because that's what I get. Uh, mm. I do, and I do the liquid sugar, which is a pro tip because you oh. can do granulated, oh, oh, oh. or they do a liquid sugar, which I'm sure is some kind of horrible corn syrup. But it also means it doesn't all sit in the bottom of like an iced coffee. It's mm. kind of pre-mixed in. See, I think the sugar sitting at the bottom of an iced coffee is a feature, not a bug. Like <laughs> you do consume you less want. sugar. Yeah, that's what you want is yeah. the sugar at the bottom. You're not so wrong. you can you can get like a sweet sip and get like a coffee sip and I, that's what I like. Yeah, no, I'm. You explain your coffee order, Colby, made me feel kind of ashamed. Um, for my medium caramel swirl, dark roast <laughs> ice, three cream, two liquid sugar, half ice. Oh boy! Which is it's just a sugar bomb. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds good, but in a different way. The swirl part of caramel swirl is just sugar. <laughs> uh, so it's not great, but good. All right. Well, there you go. In honor of Cinco de Colby, go get yourself a small cold brew in, in Colby's honor. Raise a glass. Now, what snack do you get? Uh, I like the old fashioned, the non like. So either the old fashioned donut or just like the, the plain stick. I feel like those are are 
pretty good. Plain stick. Yeah, it's like donut material, but in a stick it's instead like of a circle. It's like glazed stick, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know this was a thing. Do you I'm know that so they'll now put, they'll put jelly in those now. Have you seen that? Well, yeah, the jelly. It's a jelly stick. Good. It's great. That I can see a jelly rod. A beef, a beef I have with with jelly donuts is that like there's one spot, one bite in the middle that's all jelly, and then the rest of it's just donut. I feel oh. like done well a jelly a jelly stick could be uh more evenly distributed and the best thing about the jelly stick too is they actually inject it on both ends because there's no way you're going to get jelly the whole way through so you always get jelly throughout i recommend if you if they have the jelly stick in stock try the jelly stick <laughs> i'm gonna have to keep an eye out it's for pretty that. it's pretty legit and breakfast meal oh uh sausage egg and cheese sesame seed bagel Ooh. wow I used to do bacon all the time, but I think the sausage is more satisfying. More satisfying. Like, it feels like more food. I don't know if it yeah, is. Yeah, as I recall, the, the Dunkin' Donuts bacon is pretty thin. Yeah. It's a bad, like, bacon-to-bagel ratio, mm, I think. The B2B. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you, need a, you need a good B2B if you're going to be injecting it on both ends. <laughs> whoa. I, whoa. Whoa. Those are your words, not mine. <laughs> I think we're mixing metaphors or something, though. Absolutely out of control. <laughs> um, now, Dan, you're a New Yorker, so I should ask you, what's your right. Starbucks order? I don't go to Starbucks. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, There's I one on every street Starbucks. corner. I have not been to Starbucks in 2018. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's not even the beginning of 2018 anymore. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the only time I went to... I don't even know if I went to Starbucks in 2017. I probably did at some point. Yeah, sometimes they're just... If I go to a New York, an actual, honest-to-goodness, New York coffee shop... A New York coffee shop! We we definitely went to Starbucks in Hawaii, like, in the airport. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but to me, I think airports are, like, bad decision-free zones. Like, you're in an... Like, like you don't... You literally are locked in the airport. You don't have a choice. We actually weren't because we could have just jumped off the side and been out in the parking lot. It was an (laughs) open-air airport. (laughs) Airport. Yeah. Uh, uh, Just a small black coffee. Small black coffee. Always small. Always I, I just can't drink coffee that fast. By the time I get to even a medium, it's cold. Yeah, uh, I do find I end up wasting coffee when you get anything bigger than. Yeah, in the, in the summer, I will do an iced coffee, sometimes an iced latte if I'm feeling splurgy. Ooh. Snacks. I think my preferred my preferred snack is a blueberry muffin. If you've got a blueberry muffin or a blueberry scone, I'm I'm all over it. Uh. And then they don't really do meals, but I guess it would be an everything bagel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. New York bagel. All right. That's... <laughs> That's... You just all righted yourself. Yeah, when I can't when I can't do a good New York impression, I just kind of shout. And right. that's well, kind of I'm... like being in New York. Uh what did I, I I'm saw... not making any friends. Crap. I saw a very heartwarming... Oh, I went to the post office this morning to pick up my uh, tragically uh, undelivered trophy that Sean so graciously sent me. Mm -hmm. Tragic because my doorbell doesn't work. 
so it, I, it's impossible to deliver anything. Uh, and I would like the line was sort of it was a very un-New York line. Actually, no, it was a very New York line. The line was more like a loose mob in front of like the the tilling booth. Mm-hmm. And someone, some lady was like next to me. She let me go first, uh, which was very nice. And I was like, great. So I was trying to get it done as fast as I could. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, get the package. And uh, and this is, to be honest, this is in like a, a really bad neighborhood. Like the other side of the highway for me is pretty bad. Uh, for what, I don't know, highways, natural boundaries. I'm not sure why. Uh, so it's kind of a sketchy neighborhood, but everyone, it was so nice. And so this woman lets me go first. I get my package. This other guy walks in and it like, she lets him go first because he has her daughter, his daughter with him. And and he's trying to get his passport renewed. And then that lady starts giving him advice on how to get like, Hey, like, here's the deal. You got to get your kid a passport. If you're trying to do it right now, this is place in Manhattan, but you got to wait there all day. So here's what I would do if I like all of this information like yeah, people think New York is this like soulless place, but in my experience, uh, you don't. We don't talk much, but if you do talk to someone, they're probably not going to be an asshole. They'll probably be surprisingly uh, helpful. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. What a positive note to end on, and a great way to start my Monday. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Plus, I got a trophy. And all right, now you're just bragging. <laughs> all right, calm down. Uh, wonderful. Well, this was uh. This was fun. This was a hoot. As always, thanks, folks, for joining us uh, on this episode. Uh, our website, of course, is don'tpanic.io. You can go there and get every episode we've ever done, including the most recent ones, audio, video, and the pics are always listed there. You can also subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts, iTunes, Overcast, anywhere podcasts are available. We are available. You can check us out there. And, of course, follow us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter and don'tpanicshow at gmail.com is the email address. You can reach out and give us your thoughts and feedback. Thanks, everybody, who joined us live this evening. We taped the show live Monday nights. At 10 15 ish uh but the best way to find out is to go to twitch.tv slash don't panic show and subscribe there follow the facebook page facebook.com slash don't panic show uh whew, i'm out of breath but uh but that's gonna do it for this one uh we'll be back next week with more tech news uh and uh fun times until then on behalf of colby and dan this is sean thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time for more don't panic <laughs>